Cuphead and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi folks, Old Man Grognard here on a Monday, and it's going to be a nice Monday, I think. Sorry, it's the first day of the week for you. Uh, maybe I can help you get through it a little. Hope everybody's doing well, even as I misspeak. Recorded a Thaco's Hammer podcast yesterday, and it was pretty interesting. We were talking about Wizards. Actually, we were making up of an episode. We've had equipment trouble before, and we lost one, so we were redoing one, which is kind of cool because the, I changed the... We do DM Brainstorm, where we get together, and it's like, okay, let's make this thing, or this uh, uh, area in a campaign world, or that magic item, or whatever, and we just put all put our brains to it, and we talked through it. And it was great because I had an area that I needed to fill in my game world that I was trying to come up with a basic D&D plot so I could run the grandkids through. And it would, took place down the near the town of Mariah, Fort Mariah, near the Claw Forest. And next thing I know, by the time the show's over, they not only have an adventure for them, they've got a frickin' campaign. They've got, like, werewolves and dwarves and werejackals fighting each other and it's just incredible it was incredible it gets the gears going so that was a benefit to me i want to talk about what makes a character sorry about the gear change but i knew that was coming i was looking through my bx essentials again and i was looking at the classes and equipment book and I love the way he just lays it out. This is what you need. These are the classes. Here you go, type of thing. But I got to thinking of it about it. And what makes a character? High stats, equipment, what have you. I learned, and I'm talking about what makes a character as far as the build. Not the build, not because not the role-playing, because that comes. You get a good concept, okay, you're off to the races. But if you don't have a concept, then what's the build of the character? And I took a lesson a long time ago, and I've applied it to every other role-playing. Since when I was playing Champions, I took a lesson of what makes a good superhero. And I could apply that to what makes a good character in any game as far as the build goes. Because like I said, the role-playing will come out of the character, out of the out of the players. You know, I let that's their ballywick there. They can tell they can tell me what their, you know, what the background is and everything like that. Maybe we can get a few plot hooks. Who knows? But like I said, it's their wheelhouse. I want to be able to set them up right. Now, this is the ideal, okay? Now, I'm not saying a character won't work with any of these or one or two of these. But if they don't, either they'll die early or they'll overcome it. And that's what makes good characters. But what I learned in Champions is what makes a good superhero... Three things, offense, defense, and movement. Those are the three things you need, in a su- especially in a superhero game. Okay, let's break that down. Offense. Now, we're talking about fighting. So, it would go to what kind of superpower you have as far as offensive superpower. In fantasy, what kind of equipment you have, sword, axe, you know, whatever. And we're talking about, and I can split this into two parts, offensive, melee, and range. Because each character should be able to be able to do something in both those respects. So a, oh, I don't know, say a 
fighter with a broadsword should also have like a backup dagger or even a something like a crossbow or even if you're a wizard just a sling you know even the wizard should have offense like that because that's what they have their staff for if they use a staff they should have a staff and sling and bullets at the least okay that covers the offensive what about the defensive well we're talking about armor of course but there are other defenses like a high dexterity that adds to your armor class in class and level games and also magical items. Wizards like things like Braces of Defense or Ring of Protection, which give them kind of a, I don't know, a Teflon coating makes their armor class go down or up if you're using Ascending Armor class. And anything that has to do with defending yourself, even certain spells like Stone Skin or Bark Skin or one of the skin spells or even Evasion thing like Silence or Darkness, 15-foot radius. There you go. They can't hit you. They can't see you. That's a defense right there. Movement. Okay. In a superhero game, it'd be flight, super speed, teleportation, what have you. In a fantasy or another game, it would be, it would be once again, spells, a high movement rate. If you're an elf and hand cast haste, that helps with your movement. You got to have a good movement rate. So not only can you get there to hit the guy, it also helps that you can avoid being hit. And it all comes out in, in the combat. So a movement, a movement rate would be a, a good movement rate. And that's the, the three things you need right there. Offensive, defensive, and movement. Okay, let's, let's look at this a little closer. Okay, I have a fighter who has a longsword. And he also has a, I don't know, now let's just say a crossbow and bolts. Now, that's good for the offensive. The defensive, he's an AC, okay, I'm going to go descending armor class here. He's an AC of eight, which is not great. Say he has leather armor. That's all he can afford. But he has a really good dex, which lowers his armor class automatically. It also makes him make dex rolls. So if I had a fighter with a low defense, but a good movement and a good offense, I would be playing that thing up the hilt. I would be, I would be looking for, co- I would be looking for cover everywhere I go. Even if I have to get up in the guy's face and hit him, you figure out some way to get some kind of cover. Whether you have, whether you uh, behind rocks, or even if you have a, sh- a shield, would be good. It's minus one AC. So I would be thinking of that and figuring out a way how I can use that to my advantage. If I can get this guy to hit me and I can get out of the way fast and get into cover, maybe possibly I can tire him out or break his weapon or something like that. All right, what else do we got? Okay, movement. You're slow. You're real slow. Can't help it. You're a thief who has to be slow sometimes just to creep around. That's, again, I would say, stay near the back of the party. I would say, get behind a rock or something like that and use the slower movement to your advantage. Try to be inconspicuous so you can use that movement to set up a backstab on someone because you don't need a fast movement to do that. What you need is... Your thieving skills, like hide in shadows or move silently, that's where you want to be good at it because that'll make that a good backstab will make up for any of those movement deficiencies. Let me tell you. Okay, offensive. You're a wizard. I got spells. 
I got, oh, three spells. Once they're out, they're out. You you defend yourself best you can. Say you have a quarter staff and learn to use it if you can, if the, the system allows it. I mean, you're only doing, what, a D4 or D6 at the most, but it's something. And if you can have a high dex on top of that, you can avoid a lot of stuff because that that does your armor class. And of course, I, the, the aforementioned like ma- magical bracer defense, ring of protection, things like that. That helps too. But I'm thinking, I'm trying to think, think practically. I'm kind of thinking it through as I'm talking here, as you might say. So if you had a wizard with a really bad offense, I would be collecting scrolls. We were just talking about this. I think it was, I'd be collecting scrolls. Whether I could whether I could use them at his level or not, because you don't need, as far as my games go, if you find a scroll that's a higher level than you can cast, you can still cast it off the scroll once. So I would have a wizard with a whole bunch of like scrolls and things like that. Maybe old spell books he pilfer from other people. If he has to, he can cast it right out of the book if he can't do the thing. You take a percentage chance of the book going up in flames, but that's what it's there for. You know, you're the gadget guy all of a sudden. You know, you gotta you gotta have all the supplemental stuff, which you know it happens. It happens. So thinking about thinking about uh, offense, defense, and movement because that's where it's at. That would keep you get a, a decent. You don't have to be really good, but you get a decent. You know, numbers in those areas, you're golden. And I was going to talk about class and level versus point by, but I don't have time. I'll try that next episode. How about that? Or one after that. Okay, so I gotta go start my day, and a. So, gee, folks, if you got any questions about this, give me a voicemail at Old Man Grognar. Old Man Grognar. Give me a voicemail at Anchor. And you can email me at oldmangrognar at gmail.com. We're monetized, so 99 cents a month, as little as that. You can, you can help me out and support the show, and I appreciate it. So, until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.